Happy Thursday, mess makers, and welcome to another episode of Meet My Mess podcast, the podcast where we talk about the messiest parts of life. Today, I have a guest on from, actually, I'm not going to tell you where she's from. I'm going to introduce her when she comes on the show, but I just wanted to remind you all to subscribe to the podcast, to rate it five stars, and to subscribe on YouTube if you haven't yet already. I personally love to see my podcast. I like to see the physical comedy that comes with my podcast. So that's all I'm here to say. And without further ado, my guest for the week. Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Oh, you want my number? So today I have a really exciting guest on. She's a fellow podcaster, but this one's all the way from, I guess, the opposite side of the world from me. So today Mm -hmm. I have the host of the Forbidden Fridays podcast, Holly Phillips. (laughs) All the way from Leeds. (laughs) Yeah, all the way from Leeds. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Me too. How does it feel to have the most desirable accent in the world? (laughs) You think so? Really? That's so funny. Yeah. yeah, That's so strange. All of my flatmates speak so differently as well. So it's just so weird. Yeah, I have like kind of like a Yorkshire, Lincolnshire accent, which is... I don't know, a bit rusty. Some of them are a bit, like, more posh than me. Yeah, so what is, like, okay, so where is considered to be, like, a posh accent from? Probably, like, near London, like, Surrey, Cambridge sort of area. Okay, that's what I thought. Probably that sort, yeah. Okay, I, like, I used to live in Europe, and when I was dating, I was dating the guy that had a posh accent, apparently. I remember talking to my other British friends and saying, um I honestly I really don't like his accent that much I was like I was like I really don't like his accent I don't know why but it sounds really weird to me compared to other people and my friends are all like no no that's like the most posh accent ever he has such a nice accent that was no no I'm not a fan I quite like the London sort of more like chubby accents I don't know like the Manchester accents there they're quite nice I always say that my husband's going to come from the UK, so... Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the accent that. just does it for me. I'm like an Anglophile, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, okay. So I'm a university student in first year. I'm 19. I'm studying oh law. Um, so yeah I'm really a baby (laughs) when I say that to everyone they're always so shocked I don't know why yeah I mean you but you're yeah I don't know you just like carry yourself older but oh thanks someone else actually said that um that came on the podcast and they were like I was so shocked that you were only 19 I was like oh a compliment thank you (laughs) um so yeah studying law decided to start a podcast um last year and it actually went quite well it's basically all about 
things that people just don't want to talk about anything taboo we talk about masturbation sex periods literally anything it's like predominantly girl topics as well because they're the only things I can relate to um but yeah it's like a really open nice safe space over there so yeah that's basically about me I love it. I love, I've like, before we did this interview, I like went through and listened to like all, pretty much every oh single God. episode, like a bit of every single episode. <laughs> yeah. And I absolutely love the topics you guys talk oh about. It's, and we talk about sex a lot on this podcast. I haven't in a while, mm-hmm. so it's really exciting to have you on. We can talk about girly things. Yeah. A but before, what made you want to start the podcast? Well, I don't know. It was so weird. So basically, we've been in and out of lockdowns in the UK because of obviously COVID. I'm not sure what it's like over at your end, but it's been very like up and down. And we went into a lockdown in November. Well, no, it was sort of like October, November. And obviously coming to uni, starting a new thing. It was very anticlimactic because all of the teaching is like online at the minute. So there was no actually like going into university that so I had a lot of spare time and I'm such a creative person and because I wasn't doing sports I couldn't go to the gym because everything was closed because of COVID I was like I need something to do in my spare time um so I was like debating I was like YouTube channel but then I was like my life's so boring like no one's gonna watch (laughs) videos about my life like I don't do anything um (laughs) yeah go to school that's it yeah so I was like absolutely not so then I was like oh a podcast and I was like I'm such an open book anyway like I'm the friend that you can come to about anything I'm the friend that like will literally share anything about their life and just have no filter so I was like I'm gonna make a podcast about that because I kind of wanted to do something that I'd like help people out a bit more and be a safe space for people and I love listening to podcasts as well so I thought why not just start one so I was in my bed one night like researching like how to start a podcast and it was actually so easy how to like actually start one um so I did it and yeah it just at first it was kind of like a to fill spare time but I've become so much more passionate about it um and yeah I just really enjoy doing them really enjoy having like guests meeting new people and it's just super fun so yeah that's so funny that's literally if I were to answer that question I just asked you I would have probably had like these oh my god (laughs) literally because yeah I'm the same thing I'm getting so creative Mm -hmm. and also like you probably know now that you're starting university like I don't know what your major is but it's like Mm -hmm. hard to be creative when you're in yeah. school I found it yeah. like, like that kind of definitely is like pushed down kind mm-hmm. of almost so yeah what's definitely. like the most interesting thing you've learned starting the podcast because you have like a lot of like sex ed people on oh yeah is there anything um, out? I don't know I recently did a vagina episode all about like vaginal health and I had someone who has had loads of issues themselves. She's not like a specialist or anything, um, but she's had a lot of problems herself. So been to a lot of gynae appointments and obviously done a lot of online research. And she has a page on Instagram and she was just amazing. And I have a vagina, so I thought I knew everything. And I really, really didn't. Like I didn't know anything. And like stuff like you're not supposed to sleep with the underwear on, all the things like that it says on products like FemFresh. I don't know if you have that in the US. but it's basically like vaginal health products are just okay. everything that 
that they say on there is just false. false. Like it's just yeah. not true. Like okay. saying it balances your pH is absolutely wrong. It doesn't. Okay. It does the complete opposite. And this is all like information that she learned from doctors and things because she obviously has a lot of problems. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, just so shocked. Like, that was the episode where like I learned the most. Yeah. Um. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, and it's wild to yeah. see how like yeah, like those products, like even just the name, like Femme Fresh, and yeah. it's used to like they're targeted to make everything down there all fresh. And I know, like I guess obviously you want to feel fresh down there, but the reality mm-hmm. of the situation is your vagina is not gonna smell like roses and lavender. Yeah, if it does, it's that's when you probably <laughs> have the problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The like there's all these. Oh, sorry, you go. No, 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 you go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, there's all these problems, like, there's all these products in the world saying, like, you want your vagina to smell like chocolate or, like, this or this, and it's just so silly. Like, a vagina's supposed to smell like a vagina. Like, yeah. it's self-cleaning as well. You're not supposed to put any junk in there or it will smell like absolute yeah. shit. Yeah. So, um, and the more you do to your vagina that's not natural, the worse it's going to be. Like, the more pain you'll be in, the more itchy it'll be, like, the more smelly it'll be. So uh, just let, yeah. it, let it do its thing. I had, okay, this is, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant, but my ex-boyfriend oh my was, like, really fucked up, but he always used to tell me, like, something is up. Like, something's up down there. Like, I don't know what it is, but something's up. And so he... This was when I was about your age, actually. I'm only yeah. 22 now, but, like, mm-hmm. no. Um, and he told me... He was telling me this all the time, and I got so self-conscious, obviously, because it's my boyfriend. I wanted yeah. to join. Yeah. So I started going to the doctor. I started doing all of these things. I remember, like, I started putting, like, oh, my God, this is crazy. I started putting, like, fruit in my vagina oh my god like melon like i remember cantaloupe i put cantaloupe in my vagina to make it smell normal i went and got checked for yeast infections for stds for Mm -hmm. absolutely everything and i was just trying to do anything and everything to like make this that's so bad but then years later we broke up and we Mm -hmm. had a conversation and after we had broken up and he was like i just want to tell you that since hooking up with other girls everything you had going on down there was like completely normal and yeah gave me apology for everything you ever said but i definitely think that that's a more of a common occurrence like girls are more yeah. about this than i think we talk about a lot of the time yeah a hundred percent like i remember being in a relationship well I, I mean I've only ever been in one relationship and I'm okay. still in that relationship oh, um but I've been with him for three years now and wow. he is the most amazing person ever but I was really self-conscious about it down there and um I remember going out and like I used to buy them fresh wipes I used to buy like all this intimate washes and then like it just make my vagina like so can I swear yeah yeah (laughs) so fucking itchy like I don't know what I don't know what was wrong with it and then I was like oh it's probably because I'm putting like all this different shit in my vagina and when I was speaking to the woman who came on the podcast she was like because I was reading things and it was like eat pineapple and like eat all these different fruits and stuff and she was like that will help but if you don't have a if you don't have a balanced diet then your pH like will be off so therefore it'll be like more smelly or more itchy and things like that so you shouldn't eat like too much fruit but fruit does help so have a balanced diet but like 
there shouldn't even be like articles online like that like it was like cosmopolitan how to make your vagina smell nice like there shouldn't be things like that like it's so silly like your vagina smells like a vagina yeah that's wild I didn't realize okay well like I guess I kind of like it makes sense your diet yeah would affect that but I didn't really like kind of put two and two together I've thought thought about that yeah but I've never thought about that for yeah effective women but I guess that definitely makes sense so Mm mm-hmm yeah, interesting. I'm Crazy. just flabbergasted. <laughs> um, so you you're you've been the same boyfriend for three years. How does he feel about you having like a sex podcast? Well, he was so supportive. Like he's the most supportive person in the world. Anyway, um, anything I do, he's right by my side. And yeah, I don't know. I said to him, I was like, I'm going to start a podcast, and he was like, That's really cool. Aww. And then. Um, he actually was on one of my episodes. I think it was like my second one when it was like, oh, what episode was that? Questions that girls don't want to ask guys. And he yeah. was like answering the questions. Yeah. And it was quite funny because he's that kind of person that's just like not like he ha- he doesn't have a lot of common sense. Like he's just not really with it. Like he's in his own little head all the time and he's so happy and so like, do you know what I mean? But yeah. He just found it weird, all these questions that girls are asking. But um, no, yeah, he's quite, he's perfectly fine with it. Like, he'll listen to them and he'll be like, I didn't know that this this is what happens or, like, this happened. But, yeah, I don't really tend to talk about, like, too much personal experiences. Like, I don't scream about, like, oh, my God, me and my boyfriend did this last night. Yeah. Like, I don't scream about that. But it's more like the main issues surrounding like sex and masturbation. Like when I did a masturbation episode, I wasn't like, this is how I masturbate. I was kind of like, this is why there shouldn't be stigma around masturbating and like sex toys and things like that. Like there absolutely shouldn't. So, but yeah, he's pretty comfortable with it. He he loves it. He'll support it. He'll shout me out. He's really good. That's so sweet. Yeah. (laughs) That's like something I definitely look forward to because it's hard to do a podcast. I find people, people don't know if they want to date someone with uh, their whole life out on the internet. So I think the way you do it is pretty, is tasteful. It's good. It's educational. It's informative. Mm -hmm most formal um mm-hmm. yeah, i love that what's your like favorite taboo topic to discuss do you think oh i don't know that's such a hard question um i'd love to talk about anything but probably like sex and masturbation because or like periods periods quite a funny one yeah because there's so many different stories like embarrassing stories about periods that have happened to every single woman but like no one talks about it it's like like the other night like I did a podcast about this and I said one of my embarrassing period stories and I leaked all over my boyfriend's seat of his car and it like had to get washed and everything and um hello Hello. Hello. I see. I see. I can hear you. There we go. Can you see me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, there we go. It just like froze. I don't know what was wrong. Yeah, no, the anyway. same thing happened to me. I don't know. My Wi-Fi is kind of trash. Okay. What did you hear? Um, I heard up to you we're on a podcast and you were telling about you leaked on your boyfriend's seat. Oh yeah. So I leaked everywhere like it was honestly not even a little bit it was like a full fucking puddle and um like 
I was like hysterically crying like I'm so sorry and like things like that happen so much more often than you think and like girls just don't say anything about it like why are we not normalizing like I I, I can't read my body like yeah. I don't know how much like blood is going to come out of my vagina that day like things like that happen and it shouldn't be embarrassing like at all because it happens to every single girl so there's loads of funny stories about periods that you can talk about and like obviously every girl can relate because it happens to everyone um so yeah that's probably one of my favorites yeah that's funny I literally just Mm -hmm. did on my last episode I told two really embarrassing period stories so I wish I'd (laughs) take them for this episode because it would have been perfect but um yeah I agree and also boys get so it's so crazy to me how uncomfortable they still get talking about periods like I don't know yeah talk about like the grossest shit in the world like just like literally and bathroom talk all that and like also like injuries murder blood like gross yeah in the bedroom but if you mention the word period it's literally yeah. like, most it's like terrifying in school like because we had to ask to it seems so crazy that when you're in like secondary school you, you had to ask to go to the toilet that's just yeah. weird anyway but yeah I'd be like can I go to the toilet and then a male teacher would be like no and I'd literally just be like I'm on my period and then he'd be like so okay weird. okay you can go to the toilet <laughs> it's like so weird to even like like I don't get why it's so bad like I'd be at work as well and someone would be like what's wrong with you today and it's just bit, and I'd be like I'm really tired I'm on my period like I'm not feeling great and they'd be like hey, I'm like what's fucking wrong with that it comes every month like yeah. what's so wrong about being like, it's like some sort of like word that you can't say I know it's so normal every girl has it every month like, and, like why? we're not I don't get it carry your children without it so. yeah <laughs> exactly it's like a natural thing yeah like I don't understand like I'm not throwing it in people's faces and being like blood's coming out of my yeah, vagina or anything like that I'm just yeah. saying <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm literally saying the word period and you are freaking out calm down that's so funny I used to have a PE teacher mm-hmm. and I would literally yeah same thing male PE teacher and I would just use my period to get out of oh, yeah. or anything I would be like <laughs> I can't run today like my cramps have literally never been so bad and they'll just be like okay okay go <laughs> okay I don't want to know I don't want to know yeah. yeah I started a new job recently and when I was doing the induction I had um, a guy like training me and he was like oh by the way um these are the times that like we accept illnesses and stuff and blah 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 and he was like menstrual cramps are accepted as an illness you can get paid for being off if you have menstrual cramps I was like and, I, and he was like sorry if that's TMI I was like and I literally said to him I was like one that's not TMI at all like that's perfectly fine and two that's really good yeah. because any other job like would probably be like get over yourself when like you don't realize how much you fucking hurt like you actually don't yeah. like you don't realize how bad it can be sometimes and yeah. like like you're literally pouring with blood you've got a headache you're tired your belly's like about the size of a fucking pregnant woman and it's like in pain yeah Yeah. and he was like no no yeah we've had it for a while now we've had that policy for a while and I was like that's so fucking good yeah I've never ever heard of that that's amazing yeah I just oh my gosh that's crazy I could just never see a world or like I hope one day I see a world Mm. where like here in Canada we have I'm sure we will one day, but those kinds of laws, like, I feel like people just, like, don't trust us. <laughs> yeah. It's like, do you want me to fucking show you? Yeah, I'll, like, pull yeah. down my underwear and take the tampon out if you want it's me a, to. It's the same thing as, like, when you tell a guy, like, oh, like, 
you've been in a relationship for three years so i don't know like if you have ever slept with anyone else but um wow crazy yeah but um okay well i'll let you know then um when you tell a guy like oh i'm on my period like we can't hook up mm-hmm. and they'll be like oh just like perfect excuse like sure you are and it's like okay like when not your place to call me yeah if i'm lying or not yeah sex with you. So and weird. You, yeah again do you want me to show like do you want to go explore yourself you can go look like you or oh, can you not hear me again hello yeah. you've paused Um, there you go. Hello. Sorry. <laughs> it just completely froze. Yeah, I know. It was weird. Then it exited out. Okay. My dog just like entered the room. Boom. <laughs> I hope I'm not still recorded, but oh well. Yeah, you got to the second. You were like, and two. And then oh, it's two. <laughs> um, but I hope that we still have the recording from before. I'm sure we do. Yeah. Um, two, what was I going to say? Oh, do you want to go and like explore down there? Do you? Yeah. Like, you know, wild. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah. You have only had sex with one person, but I guess that makes sense because mm-hmm. you are 19. So I was 16 when we first got together. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, so, baby. That's crazy. So I'm. Per- do you like think like marriage is in the cards? Like. Oh my god! Yeah, I am marrying this boy. Oh, it's okay. so crazy because people will be like. Yeah, but you've only been with one person. Like, it's so crazy that you're, like, I'm obviously not going to get married, like, tomorrow. I want it, like, 26, 27 or whatever. But it's, like, people are like, yeah, but you've only been with one. I'm like, I don't care. Like, he's the most perfect boy. Why would I go searching for anything else when I'm happy now? Like, it's just so crazy. Yeah, and I know that he's always going to stay the same. He's going to be amazing. So why would I, like, not think that? If it's not broken, don't fix it yeah yeah exactly exactly very good quote i love that wow mm-hmm. wow yeah um this is i was just like that was like a personal question that just like came to mind oh yeah <laughs> i want to ask you also what is the sex education system like in the uk is it good oh this is an interesting one so i have spoken about this like briefly on different podcasts and stuff before on other people's podcasts and stuff but yeah I don't know it's quite questionable but basically so I obviously had sex education when I was in secondary school but in university I decided to join a society um which is actually a sex expression society so in the UK we have a charity called sex expression which is basically a sex education charity and I went through the training to that so I'm actually a sex educator Right now, I will go into schools, obviously not at the minute because of COVID, but hopefully next year, go into schools and teach children of all ages all about sex, which is super cool and something I'm really passionate about. Um, So I'm really excited to do that. But basically, I did the training and in the training, you had to like teach some classes to like just other people in the society. And I found it so fascinating because... The sex education I had in secondary school was literally like, here's a condom, put it on a banana, put it on this fake penis. And then that was pretty much it. Like we learned about a bit about female anatomy and male anatomy and like biology lessons and like a bit about periods. And we learned 
like a bit about different forms of contraception but it was all so brief and then that was pretty much it and there's so much more to sex there's like consent there's um not just heterosexual sex yeah. which is like all we learn about it was nothing like it was nothing other than heterosexual sex which is obviously not like it's obviously relevant in our society but there's so many other like variants of sex and we never learned about like foreplay or anything like that it was literally just like if you want to have a baby penis and vagina so basic um so but then this sex education course that I did was so refreshing because there was different lessons about consent um like full hour lessons about consent and it delved so deep into consent not just like and there is a no it's like so much deeper than that obviously and it talks a bit about the laws as well and um we did a lot about other forms of sex not just heterosexual sex we also learn about different genders which was a thing that we didn't learn about in school in school it was like it was just male and female and that was it and that's obviously not the case we learn about non-binary people how to use pronouns and things like that which was obviously really good and yeah it was just so refreshing that like a few years later down the line obviously not all children will get this sex education but hopefully the schools that we deliver it to will be satisfied and will feel a lot more comfortable and a lot more accepted and a lot more educated when they do actually have sex um because most of my education really came from like movies and talking with friends like it wasn't from school at all which is obviously like the main form of education um so yeah that's kind of what it's like in the UK at the minute minute. so it's definitely progressing which is amazing um I don't know what it's like in Canada um it is quite quite similar to what you just described it's getting Mm -hmm. better I um see okay so we started I was first had sex education in the third grade which yeah quite I get, it sounds like you didn't have that same experience. It didn't come no. out, um, no. Yeah, okay, so yeah. That, that is good. I think that me personally, I think the earlier, the better to just oh, realize. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. not like you're talking about, like, if you're gonna have sex, like, they weren't showing us how to use condoms in third grade. They were yeah. teaching us about what sex is, how babies are made, those kinds yeah. of things. And, but again, we didn't have conversations about um queer sex we didn't have conversations about stds we didn't like we did have conversations about stds but i didn't know the severity the difference between having chlamydia you know like Mm -hmm. i had no idea what the difference was and how serious one could be versus the other and also how like we weren't taught I think something I wish I'd been taught was how to have that conversation of like I want you to use a condom because I think that it's a really uncomfortable conversation like it's not and it shouldn't be like I don't know about in the UK but in Canada it's very much so not that common to use condoms honestly Mm -hmm. like people just kind of raw dog it (laughs) (laughs) and then just like hope that they don't have anything and then if they do have something it's not talked about and you're shaking. Yeah. So it's like yeah. a weird kind of circle. But yeah, we weren't taught about a lot of that. And then I remember once I got to high school, my experience was a little different because I went to an art school. So we were mm-hmm. like liberal and open about um, 
sexuality, I guess. Like, there mm-hmm. were a lot of gay people in my school. So that part, but even then, like, it still wasn't really covered. Like, we, yeah. there was literally, like, half of the audience like half of my class was probably identifying as either bi gay lesbian pan whatever they identify as and it was still directed towards the um yeah just the straight kids and it was crazy because I remember coming to this school the first it was like maybe the first week at my new school and we had a our sex ed and I was like I have always been very, very comfortable talking about sex because my mom has always been very mm-hmm. open about the conversations with me. And I don't know, yeah. I've been always open about it. I like sex, so <laughs> <laughs> I talk about it. Um, Love it. Yeah, but I remember the first day we had sex ed and they were asking us all these questions, like who knows what a clit is? And the whole yeah. class was just like so uncomfortable <laughs> like literally they were just like asked if they had murdered their own mother and it was <laughs> sex but I remember like putting my hand up and like explaining it and everyone looking at me like I was just like the biggest slut ever and like the craziest girl ever for like answering this question about female anatomy but I don't know where I was going with this but <laughs> it was still not great um, we, it's definitely still lacking when it comes to, I would say, mostly STD and also like gay sex. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's super important to talk about like masturbation and sex education as well, because we literally didn't know anything about that. Like, I didn't know what a clit was, I didn't know how to masturbate. I read about it. I literally remember my first experience. I was sat in the bath and I was like, obviously watching TV shows, and you'd kind of see some sexy scenes every now and again and I'd be like oh what actually is masturbation and then I remember reading an article um it was something like Cosmo or like I don't know Elle or some some sort of magazine um and it was like how to masturbate and I was like oh and then I remember trying it and being like oh that feels all right and then obviously as you try it more you know what you like and then I was like that's so weird that you have to like figure it out yourself and they're like it should all be seen as such a dirty thing as well. Like it, it helps release relieve stress. It does so many things. It obviously, makes you feel good. Um, the purpose of the clitoris, the only purpose of the clitoris, is for pleasure. So use it. Um, but, but yeah, like even in the progression and even in the course I did, there still wasn't a lot about masturbation. Um, so I think that's definitely an area that should be focused on a lot because it is a form of sex like you need to be educated about it um you need to know like what to use and what not to use and things like that like I remember a girl saying like she used to masturbate with a fucking hairbrush like surely that's not healthy um I mean fair enough um but like different things like that and just what feels good and like where to look if you need more information and things that'd definitely be more helpful yeah it's interesting and even like it's so funny what ta- literally click convo but um, about <laughs> it, um it's so funny I still find even boys like have this like aversion to using like the clip because yeah because for them I feel like it's like if I'm not giving them an orgasm through sex I'm not manly enough like I wasn't able to pleasure them yeah through this but it's like guys don't understand like 
it's not gonna work like as hard as you try like for some yeah like maybe i don't know what the exact percentage of girls that can actually Mm -hmm. come from sex with no clitoral stimulation but it's very very small yeah very rough um it's just crazy to me that they're still so adverse to it. And I remember I had boyfriends too for a long time that were so against using vibrators and things like that because it made them feel less manly. But I don't know. I guess I just want to say for all the guys listening, it doesn't That's so weird. manly to yeah. use those things or because you bring toys in the bedroom and your girl finishes when you use a toy versus not does not make you less manly if anything it makes you more manly. no yeah exactly like if anything it's more attractive like I can't really talk too much about sexual experiences I've only ever had sex with one person and we kind of like yeah yeah if I talk about anything it's obviously about him um but we obviously grew up together and we I've only ever been with each other so we've only ever even like kissed each other like that's how like pure it is so obviously we kind of learn about like foreplay and sex together and um I like it's obviously a really comfortable experience um I've been with him so long so we're obviously going to be comfortable together and like learning about it together was so like weird because like I didn't know what I liked he didn't know what to do I didn't know what to do I remember asking him once how to like pleasure him I was like I was literally like how do I do it like don't be afraid girls just ask I was like I don't know how to make you feel good so tell me and I feel like communication and sexual relationships is definitely so important and you shouldn't feel like less manly if you can't make a girlfriend if you can't make a girl orgasm in general like obviously try your best yeah. um sometimes it's just not possible especially through just sex but yeah get sex toys in there I went to go buy my first sex toy the other day and me and my boyfriend just walked into the shop and I was like I want this one and we chose it and used it that night and it was so amazing like yeah. it was just something I don't know it's just like sexy when boys are like that it's sexy when boys want to make you feel good um and it's not their fault if their dick doesn't make you orgasms well that's the thing is like guys don't realize who they're okay well we're not just okay we're not going to just talk about guys but yes um, yeah (laughs) just um what i've like lost my train of thought but girls just can't usually it comes to me if i keep talking no it's gone Uh, (laughs) yeah gone oh what i was gonna say is that guys don't realize there are so many other factors that could be going into why a girl Mm. it could be because they themselves don't know what they like like i find that's a big issue if a girl can't make themselves finish on their own how can you Mm. expect yeah also birth control any other medication you're on yeah um mm-hmm. just like guys don't understand or people that are hooking up with girls don't well i guess in this case situation the girl's hooking up with a girl you probably know what's going on with a girl yeah <laughs> but, um guys don't really understand that so much going on down there it's like mm-hmm. a full functioning corporation down yeah. there there are so many different things running and going at once and it has to be like the perfect combination to reach that yeah. point but also you guys should be trying harder to figure out yeah and it's also like it's it's connected to your brain so if you're like you're thinking about it too much if you feel awkward if you're thinking like wow in this position i have belly rolls you're not gonna feel the sexiest are you and like you're not gonna 
like, like if you if you are thinking about it you can't feel sexy and like yeah. let go of the thought so you're not going to be able to do it like it's nothing personal most of the time yeah and a lot of the time too like for me personally I can't just like finish with a guy that I just met like it has yeah. time to be like with the same person and like them getting to know what you like and like like you said mm. being comfortable with each other so yeah it's so funny like I just can't imagine like having experiences like that like I think about it, like if I was with like a new boy like it's just so weird to me because that's never happened like I've always ever been with one person yeah I don't really crave it to be fair but I like when my friends have been like oh I was with this new person last night I was like I've never had an experience like that so I literally can't relate but yeah. good for you <laughs> but that's yeah no it yeah like I just can't imagine a world where I'm still with my boyfriend I had when I was 16. Like, when we were dating, <laughs> it was so, like, we were not dating at all because, like, we liked each other. Well, maybe, maybe we did, but it was, like, one of those things that, like, it was just, like, a natural pairing, I guess. Like, all of our yeah. friends were dating. So, yeah. we were, like, the last two single ones, so we ended up dating. And then, for me, I just liked the attention and liked the idea oh, yeah. of having a long-term boyfriend. So, mm -hmm. I was literally like, oh, I'll just, like, date him until, like, we reach, like, a year and a half, two years so that I could be the girl that was, like, could be wifed up. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. I spent two years of my life with someone I didn't like <laughs> um, yeah it's crazy so like it's it, it's really cool to me that you have been able to like remain I guess mature enough to go through mm. those things because I can imagine like you guys had to go through like him like watching porn and stuff like how did you feel about that when yeah you were a girl like I know me personally I was always like oh my gosh like at first like I don't want my boyfriend watching porn because he doesn't means he doesn't like me and now I know that's like totally not the case or like yeah you know, going to strip clubs and things like that like you have to probably navigate that from like a place of not knowing to a place of learning what's normal so yeah experience as to with anything like that or not really well I don't know because so I remember the first time I caught him with um, well not watching porn but he had watched porn I remember we'd only just really recently got into like an actual relationship so we'd right. been like dating for a bit so it'd only been like a few months and we went on a school trip together to London and I was sat next to him on the train and I uh, was like oh can I search this video it was something like Jesse J lip syncing something it was so random um and then he passed me his phone I opened his safari and then it was like Pornhub and I was like Ooh. but um, I just found it so like funny not as in like haha you watch porn just because to me and to everyone else he was literally the most innocent boy oh, okay. and it was just so funny that I was like I would just not expect that and then I, I said to him I was like got porn up and he was like so embarrassed and I was like no it's literally fine like it's okay but then I did grow to sort of have that obviously once we got like sexually intimate I did grow to like have that sort of thing where I was like I don't know it kind of make me feel weird but then obviously as you mature, like it was never like a topic of conversation really. Yeah. You just think it. Um, but then as you mature, it's it's so just it's just like normal. Yeah. Like I remember being like the other night saying I watched porn to him, and then he was because I'd never really watched it until like a few months ago. Like it just wasn't my thing. Yeah. 
yeah and um but then I was like oh do you know what I fancy it tonight and then he was like oh oh right and he was like am I not am I not like satisfying you I was like no and I was like no and he was like are you sure and I was like no honestly it's just one of those things and he was like oh okay but um yeah he's really like good with things like that um and communication yeah like perfect chill match yeah yeah pretty much that's what I'm looking for is my chill counterpart (laughs) yeah it's crazy as well because obviously like a lot of relationships don't work out from young because you grow so much as a person like I have grown so much it's crazy I'm like a completely different person Yeah. yeah and it's kind of nice to like we've both grown but it's been like parallel so like we haven't like grown apart and it's just been like parallel and like he's definitely helped a lot like a lot with that growth so um yeah find yourself a guy who like benefits you and helps you grow yeah that's what it should be Mm -hmm. 100% why are you why are you in a relationship if it's not um you're not growing together and obviously there's gonna be hard times but like if you're on the same team like you'll always kind of yeah work I think um, yeah do you think that there's any like what do you think is the most problematic stigma surrounding sexual health right now what's the most what sorry most problematic kind of stigma or stereotype or misconception oh that's a good question mm-hmm. oh i don't know i'd probably say like a big stigma is female masturbation yeah like people just think it's weird like it's not weird like it's really not weird it's so normal never masturbated at like yeah you just never have because like I feel like they've just like pushed down that part of themselves almost you Mm -hmm. know be this like pure girl who doesn't but that's the thing is like guys want you to be this pure girl who all of a sudden is just wild for them, you know? So, yeah. but yeah, I know so many friends who have never masturbated, who just like say they're just not interested, but I think it's more just like, they don't know what they like or yeah. embarrassed or uncomfortable. Um, and it's just crazy. It's just interesting to me. And then those are the same kinds of girls that I think are having sex for other people, you know? Like, yeah you master like there's nothing wrong with oh yeah being asexual or being um not being like a crazy horny girl like not every girl yeah wants to talk about sex or have sex all the time but there's nothing wrong with like knowing what you like and exploring so yeah yeah exactly exactly there's also i was gonna say um I've got like three points so there's also like um being a slag or being a hot like I don't like just have sex with whoever you want as long as you're being safe as long as like you're using protection and being sensible like that's absolutely fine and as long as you're not like being horrible to people like just anything like that um then that's yeah then that's absolutely fine like there's such a conception of people being like slags and having too much sex but then there's also the conception 
um about like if you're a virgin like that's so fucking fine like if you're a virgin that's absolutely fine like a lot of my friends were like I want to be like sexually intimate with someone or do things before I go to uni and I was like why why that like that shouldn't be why you want to do it because you want to do it it should be you want to do it because you actually want to do it not because you don't want to be like a virgin anymore like that's that's not the reason and like it's just this whole stigma about being a virgin is such like a big deal like one of my flatmates who we don't live with anymore she moved out um we aren't a fan (laughs) she like I remember my boyfriend came around once and she was like um oh yeah me and me and Holly get along because we're both not virgins and our other flatmates are virgins and I was like that's so fucking weird I was like why did you just say that I was like it's not something that you have in common like it's it's not even real like it's literally a social construct so like why is like I don't understand why it's bad to be a virgin and like recently someone um who I know told me they wanted to wait before marriage and I was like cool like there's literally nothing wrong with that if you want to do that if you want to like you might change your mind you might not that's absolutely fine it's none of anyone else's business like if you want to wait before marriage then fucking wait no I mean until marriage not before marriage if you want to wait until marriage then that's completely fine so I don't get why there's like either a need to have sex or not to have too much sex it's like you can't win yeah yeah and it yeah no exactly you can't win and also there's yeah there is there is no right answer you know like no matter like someone's gonna judge you no matter what you do (laughs) so (laughs) like what feels right for you I guess yeah exactly and uh okay there's one thing in one of your episodes actually on one of your instagram posts i saw you say (laughs) that sexuality is not a spectrum Mm -hmm. can you elaborate on that because i saw that and i was like huh i really want to know what she had what that means you know so basically it was a post that i took from a page that I follow she's now changed her name on Instagram but she's basically like a sex specialist um and she does some amazing posts and I saw that and I was like oh that's quite interesting so it was basically saying that there's no sexuality in general there's no point like there's no category really that you should force yourself into like it's not like it's not a spectrum saying like I'm either really straight or I'm really gay, like, that's not a thing, and that doesn't exist, and then bisexual's just in the middle, and then you have to place yourself in these categories to, like, be on this, like, sexuality spectrum, that's not how life should be, you should just be who you want to be, and not have to label yourself in a certain category for people to understand, because I was also like I also was watching a TV show and there was loads about um coming out and I I was just like I don't understand why like obviously I understand why people feel the need to come out but it shouldn't be as much of a big deal as the people around them make it because they're just they're allowing themselves to be who they want to be and it shouldn't as a society we shouldn't even have like a thing of coming out everyone should just be accepted like no matter who they are in general so that was kind of like where yeah where that post was coming from saying that like you don't have to be a certain category you don't have to label yourself if you're bisexual you don't have to like girls more than boys or like boys more than girls 
you're just bisexual and there's also like all that questioning around if you're bisexual if you're a bisexual woman and you're with a man that means you're straight it doesn't mean straight it means you're bisexual because you label yourself bisexual and that's just yeah yeah, that's just kind of what kind of what that post means um yeah I like that and I think that the one of those yeah we're talking about like coming out and stuff and I think that it's people like you say people make it a big deal like everyone else Mm -hmm. makes it a big deal and I think that this can be like a positive thing or a negative thing like yes yeah a big deal being like oh you like whatever however that looks with it being negative like Mm -hmm parents not approving people not approving people talking behind your back making you feel uncomfortable whatever it is but then also on the positive side when you come when you come out and everyone around you is like cheering and asking a million questions because you came out I think that can Mm -hmm. be problematic in a way because oh sorry my dog's like coughing (laughs) (laughs) that could also be problematic because again you're just making a really big deal over someone's Mm. sexuality who they want to be if that's like a valid point but I feel that's just some thought (laughs) yeah yeah exactly like I still have a lot to learn like I have friends who are gay friends who are bisexual but I'm literally the most like privileged I'm a white well, I am a female, they're not the most privileged, but I'm a white, female, straight person, so, like, I still have a lot to learn, I haven't yeah. experienced any of that myself, so, um, yeah, I'm still trying to stay educated and things, but, yeah, just, just being, just let people be who they want to be, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. someone's always judging you, no matter what, so, exactly. that's what I always think, so I might as well just do what I want, okay, the yeah. last thing I want to do is I have like this segment that has like four categories and they don't need to be quick answers, but just uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you categories or a prompt and I just want you to tell me about like the first kind of thing that comes to your head. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, wait, it's echoing. Is it echoing? Um, no, but my AirPods did just die, so that might be why. Oh, yeah. Apologies. No, it's okay. Hopefully, so what is what your is messiest moment? Oh, messiest. Um, when I leaked in my boyfriend's car. <laughs> nice. What color were the seats? They were grey, but it was very obviously blood. Yeah. I'm going to tell a story I didn't know if I would ever tell because this is exposing myself to one of my best friends. But I, like, a couple, couple, maybe a month ago, I was out with some friends, and I was with my best guy friend. And he, like, recently bought a Tesla, like, really recently. Ooh. And um, white seats, leather seats. And we like went out and same thing. I like leaked all over his seat. Yeah, but it wasn't even my boyfriend. So it's- Oh no, I knew that beats my story. Yeah, so, but I got it at the time. I didn't realize. So I get out of the car and I like turn around. Like I was literally like a halfway up my stairs because I didn't like look back at the seats when I left. So I like turn around, I'm like halfway up my stairs and I like turn around to like wave goodbye. And he's already like half gone. And I like see from like 
literally half a block away that there's like blood all over oh, my, face. my god and in my head I was like what the fuck do I do like do I like wave him down to me yeah. I bled all over your seats like that's almost like more awkward I feel like and he, okay it wasn't like a lot of blood it was just like a little bit of blood yeah so I didn't say anything oh um, worse but oh I just couldn't have the conversation <laughs> they were leather so easy cleanup but yeah, he's yeah. wearing this wow. right now it's I'm fine. so sorry. I'm so cute. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. So oh my fun. gosh. Periods. That's the third period story I've told in two weeks. That's I'm how relevant really speaking in public. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It's really refreshing. Now they're all off my chest and I don't want to have anything to hide. Okay. Um, Moving on, <laughs> your most excellent moment. Oh, I feel like I'm on the hot seat. Um, oh, I don't know. No, you're not. You can think about it. We have time. I can always cut. If you yeah, I just cut my cut my thinking out. Does it mean like excellent as in like great or excellent? I don't really know. Just like maybe like a moment that you were like really happy or um tips for being happy or Ooh, the best moment of your life um, i went on a night out before corona happened and i went to london and it was my best friend's 18th and we went to a club that had like a ball pit in and it was like a disco ball pit and then we went to the gay club and i saw um, Morgan Michaels, who was on season two, Drag Race, US yeah. version, yeah. and yeah, she was there, she did a show, it was the most amazing club ever, best music, that was probably my happiest moment, like, That's so it was cool. just amazing. I love yeah. Drag Race, I just finished. Oh my god, same, I was literally watching it before this podcast. Really? I had just literally two days ago finished the new season of All Stars, so that they uh, but we have different Netflix, we right, have yeah. different um, shows. Mm-hmm. always transfer over to the European Netflix and stuff because you guys have better TV shows. <laughs> um, but you're not in Europe anymore. I always forget you guys aren't. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, a stupid moment. Stupid. Oh, I've had a lot of them. I can be very typically blonde sometimes. I know that's a stereotype. I do fit in with it sometimes. Um, oh. stupid moment I was once at a restaurant with my boyfriend and his family and he's quite middle class um and we were at this really fancy restaurant and I threw a plate at his dad by accident because I was sweating with nerves that much it just fell out of my hand so that was quite a stupid slash embarrassing moment all of my finest that's so funny and his dad yeah that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Oh. Yeah. Meeting parents is so hard, but you obviously know them well now. Um, yeah. A sexy moment or like an advice for how to feel sexy or anything like that. Oh my God. Advice to feel sexy. Get yourself some cute lingerie. Okay. Like go to the shop, get yourself the cutest lingerie. It honestly helps because 
even like even if it's just for you to take some sexy photos in like just do it because when I buy like lingerie or like nice underwear or anything like that like it's not like it's just gonna come off anyway whatever like my boyfriend's a bit of a brick wall he doesn't really like care about those well he obviously does he does but it's not like that big of a deal um but I do it for myself because I feel like a queen I like walk out like I'm on a runway and I'm like wow look at me I look so good um some sexy lingerie because that always helps love that love that answer I need to do some of that myself I am very shopping I know I need to (laughs) Maybe that's what I'll do with my day if I tell you. <laughs> um, amazing. I love that. That's like the perfect piece of advice to end on, I think. Amazing. So if, if you feel like I didn't ask you or anything you want to say otherwise, no? I don't think so. We talked about quite a lot, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I got some personal things out of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, thank you so much for coming on. Is there Where can people find you and come listen to your podcast and all that? Yeah, well, you can find me on Instagram at, at Forbidden Fridays Podcast. There's links in my bio and things, but you can find me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. So you go check me out. Amazing. Yeah, I'll put all of yours, like all of your information in the Thanks. show notes so people can find you. And amazing. Yeah. This has been so fun. I've honestly, like, one of my fave collabs. I've enjoyed it so much. And I really apologize for being so unorganized. <laughs> No, what, what? You, you were like, not like me at all. Three hours before, like, oh, are we doing this over Zoom and all that? Like, you were way more than me. So, I'm so happy you came on. It's been really nice to talk to someone my own age, someone yeah. I feel like we have a lot in common. So, yeah. Uh, I have plans to potentially move over to the uk eventually so if i do we'll have to hang yeah out. come see me we'll go out we'll go shopping to buy some sexy yeah, lingerie, buy some lingerie. <laughs> <laughs> okay sweet well thank you again and thank you everyone for listening